uh, that is also a loaded question. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, are you guys going to have kids? Here Absolutely. I hope so. Not soon, <laughs> um, but I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. I think we're for now. We're, we're good on the dogs. Well, hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today in the podcast, I have a very special guest all the way in California. It's my sister-in-law, Sarah. Sarah, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's weird to think that uh, you're still in California. Seems like you guys have been there so long, but also not very long at all. Uh, so how, how has it felt like for you? How, how is California? Uh, actually right now it's pretty lonely, uh, nice and chilly. Um, but honestly, we're actually supposed to still be here. Um, uh, up until the, uh, job switch for David. But other than that, I mean, I feel like it's gone by pretty quickly as well, there but also go. pretty long. So, well, we're, we're going to kind of cover your guys's whole California experience, uh, in our episode today. And luckily David can't join us, which is great because whenever I do it with you guys together, he just talks the whole time anyway. So now <laughs> the audience gets to hear from you and they're very privileged <laughs> to do so. Uh, before though, we get into that, I do have something that I'm trying to uh, make as more of a segment as we start these different podcasts, which is where I ask each of my guests a random question, uh, from a list that I have here. So. Here's my question for you, Sarah. Are you ready for this? Yes. What is your most prized personal possession? It's a lot of P's in there. That's why you got to use a pop filter. <laughs> What's your most prized personal possession? Mm -hmm. That's a really tough question. I really don't know if I have one. We're doing hard-hitting um, because... reporting here with the Hobbs happenings. Um, I, I really don't know. What is a prized personal possession? Like for me, I'm very vain. So like all of these things that say the Hobbs happenings or big blue brothers on them are very prized to me. I like, uh, my, uh, one of my other sisters-in-law, cause there are many of them, uh, but Megan got me a couple of things and, uh, David or you, or maybe both got me a couple of things that had Hobbs happening stuff on it. So those would be some of my prized possessions, even if it's not your most prized possession what would you say is something material that you care very much for and if it were to go away it would make you sad well if you think about it i mean you can't really take any of it to heaven anyway so like well yes sarah i understand that but like <laughs> um, what if the house were okay. to burn down what's the first thing that you would grab that is not a living breathing being okay not kidding Whenever I got asked this question as a child, every single time I would answer my Bible. I am not joking you. So I'm just going to say, I guess, my Bible. <laughs> you are very spiritual, much more than the rest of us. I'm, I'm very proud of you. You, you do know that uh, they have this thing called the Bible app, right? Yeah. You can, if you've got your phone, then you can. Okay, just checking. Um, but that's good. Sarah would bring the Bible, and that that is very good. I'm, I'm proud of you for that answer. I'll ask David later if he believes you or not. Um, but... <laughs> Let's let's get into to kind of our topic for the day, which is your guys entire time in uh, in California. First, I don't know if we have and if so, it's been a while talked about 
kind of your side of what in, went into the decision of David joining the Air Force. Um, I guess this has been two years ago now, or? Yep. Uh, two, well. Or a year, year um, and a half? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, he joined in 2019, but the decision was in the making. Uh, yeah. So I guess oh, what no, no, was... he didn't join in 2019. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, we got married in 2019. Uh, so yes, it was around the time shortly after we got married that, uh, we started talking about him possibly joining, uh, and then in, in 2020, February, 2020, he joined, uh, but just in time for a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Before every, yes, that was, uh, tough, but anyways, um, well, I, uh, I supported him, uh, whatever decision he made, you know, we really thought it through together. Uh, there were pros and cons to it for sure. Uh, down in Florida, the first time we went and talked to a recruiter, he really wasn't helpful. He kind of was just like, nah, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't really want you guys, you know, I don't really want, I don't really want to help you out. I don't, I don't really want to, I don't think you want to be here, you know? Um, and then we ended up moving to Missouri and, uh, the recruiter out there, he actually was super helpful. And I think it made David really feel comfortable. I think it helped me a lot understand, uh, you know, what it was about. And I think it really, really helped us both get set on this path. So, you know, uh, just a lot of support. Uh, like I said, there were pros and cons to it. So. What were you most excited about with him joining the Air Force? And what were you most worried about with him joining the Air Force? Because I know I talked to, to you and David both a little bit. A while ago, I was considering uh, joining the Guard, which probably for the Guard's sake, it's wonderful that I didn't. Um, but I decided to do something else. But some of the things and the things that I had talked to people about, even just the part-time aspect of the Guard, um, was whenever I talked to the guys that joined, they were like, man, this is great. This is wonderful. Love being a part of it. And then whenever I talked to, it was a couple of guys, so their wives about them joining the guard, they had a much different story, uh, and kind of had to bear the brunt of them being gone, uh, a little bit in a different way. So I guess what were kind of your expectations going into it of, for you, what was the biggest pro? What was the biggest thing you were excited about? And uh, for you, what was the biggest thing that you were worried about, whether or not those are they actually bore out over time? What would those be for you? Um, well, first of all, um, I could see how excited David was to just you know, uh, try something new, try something that maybe he would really put all of himself into, you know, um, so it was exciting to see. Uh, just his devotion to it. Um, of course he kind of, you know, had one foot in one foot out, wasn't really sure, but he was also like, he put his mind to it and was like, okay, I'm all in, this is what I'm doing. And then, you know, we started looking at the job that he was going to do and he started getting really excited. And that's what really got me excited was that he was excited about it. Um, I was also really excited that uh, we would possibly be able to travel uh, a lot and, you know, just to get to experience a lot of new things. Yeah. Um, and then I could say probably the con, the thing that I was worried about most was, probably the time away from David. Um, I know that it would have been tough definitely. And I know that it's still going to be tough. I know that that day could still come, you know, um, it may not come. A lot of people, you know, don't, don't get deployed, uh, for their first 
um, couple of years, you know, but uh, there could be that chance that he's gone for, for a while and I may not get to see him. And uh, so that's, I think that's one of my biggest worries. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's probably one of my biggest concerns. And even up to this point with boot camp, with having to wait a little bit before you can go join him in the different places that he's gone. Do you have a, a running total of, I mean, you guys have been married for almost three years or it has been three years. A little over two, about a little two over two. Okay. So yeah. for two and a half years that you guys have been married, how much time have you guys spent apart? How long was boot camp? How long did you have to wait till you joined him in uh, California? And then now, uh, you know, you being in California and he not being there currently, do, do you have a, a guesstimate of, of how long in that two and a half years or so you guys have already had to, to do things apart for a little while? Um, well, we were actually, now that I, now that I think about it, we were actually apart for, uh, four months in the beginning, uh, because of COVID, uh, we, uh, because of boot camp, you know, uh, when he was in, like I said, he went in, in February and then in March, everything happened with COVID, you know, we weren't able to go see his graduation. We weren't able to go, uh, do all of that. Uh, so, you know, nobody was able to go see him. Uh, I also wasn't able to move here with him. Uh, so it was, it was a little while till I was able to get out here. Uh, so that was tough, definitely for sure. Um, but other than that, I mean, after I did get here, <laughs> he did some online schooling from home and you he did that for the entirety of the time here. And so we were actually with each other. Pretty much 24 seven. As I'm saying, you uh, saw him too much because of that. So maybe it's good to have a little bit <laughs> um, of a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I, we're, we've grown a lot closer uh, than we ever thought we would probably. Um, but it, it was really good for both of us, I think. So, so yeah. when, when you got to California, I, I still feel kind of bad for you guys because it is exciting to move to a new place and to experience it. But I would imagine any place that you go to, if you've moved there just for a pandemic and the entire time that you were there was during a pandemic, that it's got to be different from all of the normal, I don't know, exciting parts about where you live, especially in a place like California that, you know, took a little bit more of extreme measures whenever it came to the longevity of shutdowns and the restrictions and things like that. Um so I guess what, what has life been like for you guys in California? What's been the good parts? What's been the not so fun parts? What, what, what's California like living there instead of just visiting? Um, well, yeah, like you said, it has, it's, it's had its ups and downs. Uh, it was closed for pretty much the entire time we were here. It actually just opened up the past couple of months that we were here. Um, so we just started getting to experience things. Uh, shortly before, you know, I mean, we're about to move. And um, so, you know, we did get to experience some things uh, the past few months, but, uh, you know, uh, we really didn't get to do a lot. Um, and the things that we did get to do, it was, you know, they were amazing. We did get to go see uh, like nature and whatnot, and it is beautiful here. Um, however, 
there are still things here, like um, some things are mask mandated here still, uh, which, you know, it is what it is. But yes, California is still taking a little bit to open up. Um, so I, I would say maybe the slower opening of California is just kind of, you know, it, I, I'm not really for that. I, I wish it was a little more open so we could explore a lot more because this is such a beautiful place, you know. Um, but we did get to explore a lot and it's a lot to take in. Uh, we definitely would not have been able to get to it all. Uh, but we did get to see a lot and it's absolutely beautiful. So, so if you had a friend that came in to visit you tomorrow and was going to be there for a week, what, what things would you want to make sure that they got to experience for them to, I don't know, see what California is like in the good parts of California? Oh, there, there's so much. Uh, that's, a, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, well, hopefully whenever uh, we get the chance to do the podcast with Rebecca, uh, we can tell you a little bit about what we did, but I would definitely uh, take the person to go see the Golden Gate Bridge. That's a must. Um, Yosemite, gorgeous. Uh, that was definitely uh, worth it going there. Um, going to see Big Star for sure. Um, I would say go check out the Redwoods. That it's just, it's just incredible. Uh, God really has just made this such a beautiful place. You know, um, food is good too. So food is always great. Yes. It's a wonderful thing. Um, what, what, what parts of California do you feel like? Cause again, the, pretty much the entire time that you guys uh, lived there, uh, and you know, you're still being there and, and moving in a little bit, it was under lots of lockdowns. So let's say that you're able to go back and visit and, five years when hopefully all this COVID stuff is over. Uh, what things would you want to go back and do that you didn't get a chance to because of the uniqueness of a, a pandemic? Um, well, we actually didn't get to go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which I uh, would have actually loved to do um, because, you know, it's, it's one of the, it's supposed to be one of the, the, most famous aquariums in the country, I believe. I'm not sure, but um, it was based off of Finding Dormy Dory, I think, uh, nice. or the movie was based off of it. Yeah, um, that is a tragedy that you didn't get to go. Yeah, I just yeah. want well, you to know when, so. when, when you guys move, I'm still only what 12 hours away from there. I'm just gonna make a road trip whenever you guys are no longer in California just to go to that aquarium. Uh, and then rub it in your face and just let you know that I got to go and you lived there for a year and a half and uh, you didn't. So, yeah, that's that's the kind of person do. I am, Sarah. <laughs> well, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, um, well, there's I don't know. There's a, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of parks here, national parks that we wanted to hit. Um, there's a lot of state parks that we wanted to go to. Um, I wanted to go to the Santa Cruz Boardwalk. Um, we definitely didn't get to see a lot of things in San Francisco that we wanted to. Um, so really there's just, there's so much to name, uh, and there's really just so much to do here, but we really were so blessed to live where we did because, uh, the weather was great. It was not too hot, not too cold. We literally live right, right here on the ocean. It's wonderful. Like the interstate is like, just right here. You walk over and there's the ocean. Isn't so. it like 60 or 70 degrees there pretty much year round? Yep. Sure is. It's wonderful. That's dumb. 
<laughs> I'm going to have snow here in like a month and it's going to suck. The thing that I'm not excited about, Sarah, is that we, I mean, I, I love having the dog that we have, but I got the dog in the spring, I think. And we've not yet had him while it is snowing outside and uh-huh. he's a border collie and he needs to run and he needs exercise and it's fine. I get up in the mornings now and let him out, but it's going to snow again. <laughs> And he's still going to need to get exercise. And that means that I'm going to need to get out, not just like in the middle of the day, but like I take him out at five, six o'clock in the morning. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But, but I need to, and it'll be okay. <laughs> I'll survive. I think. Speaking of dogs, you guys have uh, like 14, right? Like, is that, that how many dogs? <laughs> Close. Have? Close. Close. Um, what are your dog's names again? Uh, so we have Gimli. Uh, he is a cockadoodle or a cockapoo. It's a uh, a cockadoodle-doo. Is that what you said? <laughs> cockapoo or oh, a cockadoodle. Okay. Uh, people call him different. Uh, it's a cocker spaniel poodle mix. He's three years old. Uh, I have we have Egret. She mm-hmm. is three years old as well. She's a Australian Shepherd Poodle. And then we have Tonks. She is about five months old, I believe. She's a Great Dane Poodle. We just got her uh, around March, April. So Now, I want to ask a lot more questions about these dogs. But before we get there, I've got two other questions. The first is, um, for some reason, the members of this family are, are, are not, or at least the males, myself included, we're not doing a good job of carrying on the family name. Uh, currently, uh, me, David, and Stephen are all married, uh, and none of us have had kids. Uh, and I don't think any of our extended family that are also Hobbses, that are males that would carry on the Hobbs name, have yet had kids. Uh, so when when are you guys gonna, you know, start having children so that we're able to to carry on this name? Because you guys get, I, I think Stephen and Alyssa are lost cause. Like I don't, I don't know what to say about them. They've taking the dog path and I'm worried about you guys that now you're taking the dog path. Like, is, is this going to happen? Are there going to be, can, can the world handle a little David running around, but is this something that's in the future? Uh, that is also a loaded question. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, are you guys going to have kids? Here Absolutely. I hope so. <laughs> Not soon, but um, I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yet. I think we're for now. We're we're good on the dogs. They're they're a lot to handle. Uh, and so See, is this David, is what worries so. me. You got, or do you refer to each other as dog mom and dog dad? Not to other people and not to each other. I mean, that's a little weird, but like it is, you know, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Now you're <laughs> just just checking. Just just checking. I mean, on second thought, I don't really know if the world can handle a little, you know, David running around. Although he was cute when he was a kid and then he got weird and mean and, you know, just whatever else. I mean, I love David, but but he was a cute little kid. He was great. He's still weird. He is, but he's great. I love him. I think he's pretty cool. <laughs> um. Anyways, the other thing I was going to ask before we move on uh, kind of with with the dogs and some things and the transition to uh, uh, where David's at now Um. Were you guys able to, because I know it would have been a very difficult thing, uh, were you guys able to kind of build any relationships with people when you were there in California or what were things so closed down that, you know, you didn't really get to, I don't know, to, to, to build into friendships, especially, I guess, asking on your side, because you uh, were, were, you know, 
even more home most of the time. I mean, David was home most of the time, even doing his classes at home. Um, but you know, what were, were you guys able to, uh, to meet anybody to, to make some relationships or was that kind of a casualty of COVID as well? Uh, that was, that was definitely tough. Uh, we really didn't, um, people out here are a lot more cautious, a lot more, you know, uh, don't, don't touch me. Don't come around me. You know, I just want to make sure everybody's safe and my family, you know, uh, also, uh, being on a military installation and whatnot, there are certain rules, certain guidelines that we're supposed to follow, uh, such as, you know, at one point we weren't allowed to have people in our house. Uh, we weren't even allowed to be outside without a mask on in our own driveway. Uh, you know, certain things like that. Uh, really, the only people that we ever talked to, uh, and really it was just for you know, probably less than an hour total was, uh, our neighbor to our right and the neighbor across the street and they both moved away. Mm. Uh, and then other than that, we've had, uh, neighbors that actually moved here from California or not from California, excuse me, uh, from Missouri, uh, to California that we actually met, uh, the, the husband of the wife, uh, he shipped out with David the same day and mm. her and I actually, uh, met that same day and we became really great friends throughout their BMT, you know, and then we actually ended up living catty to each other. So, um, other than that, I mean, we really didn't, they didn't have really any meetings, you know, usually they do like, uh, movies on the lawn or barbecues or stuff like that. And really they just started doing those. So no, really, we, we really haven't had any, you know, relationships other than, uh, David, you know, he'll meet his classmates occasionally, uh, yep. you know, and once it did start loosening up on the guidelines and we were allowed to have people over, we'd invite them over uh, for church on Sunday. We'd have them in the house afterward. We'd feed them, you know, we'd play games, talk about church, everything like that. Uh, and other than that, I mean, no, not really. It was See, tough. T- to me, that would have been the hardest thing. Cause I, even moving out here to, to Utah, um, one of the more difficult things whenever I first moved out here, cause it was just me. I didn't really, I mean, I had met the people at hope church before, but you know, didn't have a, a deep relationship with anybody. That was one of the things that was, was difficult as you can feel very isolated when you don't have family around. Uh, but I was very fortunate in the fact that I could get plugged in at church and plugged in at school pretty quick. Um, and even now with just having me and Sarah, we have a wonderful community, but it is different just not having family around. I can't imagine, you know, like what, what you guys have have been through in the last year and a half when it comes to, you don't have family that's out there, but then also it's not just like you're, you're not choosing to not have friends that are around. You were like, it was against the rules for you to be able to go and to, to make relationships with people. And that's that to me, that would be even more difficult in a new place as opposed to if you guys were still in Missouri or if you were still uh, in Florida. So um, I'm glad that, you know, maybe that season is, is coming to an end and uh, be able to, uh, you know, where David's at now, hopefully be able to, to make some relationships or wherever you guys end up after that, 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 that would be a thing. Um, but speaking of that transition, uh, when do you get to go and, and, and join David at his uh, new location? Here within the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Pretty yeah. cool. Um, now, what has this transition been like? Because he's already been there for 
a few weeks, right? Or a month? Uh, yeah, or... about, a, about a month and a few weeks. Okay, so so why were you not able to join originally? Uh, and what have been some of the, I don't know, logistical challenges of, of you being able to get out there? What still needs to be done? What had to be done for you to be able to join him? Uh, so he got what they call quick orders. Uh, he got orders within three days saying you need to move. Uh, so we didn't get them ahead of time. You know, usually they'll get them, uh, like a couple months beforehand. So they'll have, uh, movers already set up for them or, uh, a way to move to their new place already, you know, everything already figured out. Uh, the process already started for moving out, uh, out processing, stuff like that. Uh, however, we were only told within about three days, hmm. uh, and he had to be gone, after that third day uh so he uh basically had five days to get down there uh so we drove down there uh i dropped him off and uh ended up going up to uh missouri to see my family got stuck there for about a month and a half uh but i am actually not able to go down there with him just yet uh because I um, need to be here uh, waiting for movers to move us out. They were unavailable until a specific date. Mm. Uh, they didn't have any, you know, anybody uh, that was able to move us um, until later this month uh, or beginning of next month, excuse me. Uh, so basically it's just a waiting game for me and for David you know, for me to get down there. So what I have to do now is just be here, uh, get the house ready for the movers to come pack us up. Uh, I have to do the final inspection of the house. And once that's done, I get to uh, take my three dogs and drive all the way down there. So. It sounds just wonderful. I have a couple of follow-up questions though. Uh, first, does David have a spot for like is david staying in a house like what you guys have uh in california do you have a spot lined up already uh for for you to be able to be with him whenever you get there uh yeah so right now we are uh we're basically just waiting on me to get there uh okay. we are on what is called a waiting list we are uh number two uh or number one depending on how quickly we've moved up um they're basically just waiting on me to get down there uh, to get us moved into the house. Uh, so, yeah, we already have a house waiting. Cool. And how did you get stuck in uh, Missouri for, you said, several weeks that you were there? Yeah, uh, it, it was it was a lot of things. Uh, I had a lot of car trouble. Uh, <laughs> I had problems with two of my tires. Uh couple of them to take my car in about three times to get one of my tires repatched and then repatched and then repatched because it kept leaking. Uh, the other tire, they, it was leaking as well. It had a slow leak and then they fixed that and then they needed a part. And then it ended up being in there for in the shop for about a week because they sent the wrong part and needed them to send another part. And, uh, and then after that, we found out a family member, or a family friend had uh, tested positive for COVID and I was going to see my grandma on the way back. Uh, so I needed to make sure that, you know, I wasn't going to, uh, you know, give anything 
to her or any of the other people I was going to go see. So, um, that, and then there was a couple other issues. Uh, it was, it was a lot, it was a mess. Um, but I finally got out here, so it all worked out. And on that whole round trip, didn't you, like, as you, uh, rode down with David to where he's at and then back up to Missouri and then back out to California, you had those dogs with you the whole time. Did you not? I sure did. Yes. Like, and how actually, do you travel with dogs uh, for that long, Sarah? That sounds miserable. Uh, actually, yeah. So <laughs> before before we made this trip, uh, before David had moved down, um, our puppy Tonks, she was actually smaller than our smallest 25 pound dog, Gimli. Um, you know, she, we had just gotten her and she had only been with us for about a month or two. She was still smaller than him. Well, after this trip being here now, she is about six inches taller than our biggest dog who is about 50 pounds. Oh and gosh. she is a monster. Uh, so what I had to do, uh, I was in the Prius. I was driving in the Prius and with three <laughs> was, dogs in a Prius. A, I was driving the Prius. It was kind oh of a tough challenge. Gosh. Uh, but I ended up, I ended up figuring it out. I didn't have a lot of luggage with me. I just had one suitcase, uh, and I had their, their kennels. Um, I put their beds on top of their kennels in the back. I put the two bigger dogs in the back and then Gimli sat up front with me in the passenger seat. So it all worked out. It was good. Did you have to drug the good. dogs or something? Huh? Did you have to drug the dogs or something for them to be um, still while you were in the vehicle? Actually, they're pretty good traveling. Uh, the puppy gets a little car sick, so she has some nausea medicine. And I also ended up getting some of these calming chews uh, that actually really helped. But other than that, I mean, they were really good. Uh, I had to stop every three hours anyways, let them out, you know. Um, so they, they were pretty good. I mean, I just remember when I got goose from up in Idaho, it was about a two-hour trip from the farm I got them from coming back down here. And after the first 10 minutes, he literally barked the rest of the way. And it was the most annoying thing in the world. So I, I'm glad that hopefully that was not the case for you. But that just, I don't know, I would not want to be in a vehicle that long with a dog. So <laughs> you'll get a crown in heaven for that one. Congratulations. Um, now, before we finish, I did want to wrap up with one kind of final question. Uh, David got orders recently, I believe, that whenever he finishes uh, with his schooling, uh, that he will end up going to Germany, which is pretty exciting. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this? When you heard that, were you excited? Um, what and if you are excited, what are you most excited about uh, getting to spend some time in Europe uh, whenever he is his done with his training? Uh, yeah, I was I was pretty excited to hear. Uh, there are a lot of worse places he could have gotten. And this is definitely one of the better places. Um, I am actually able to go with him here. Um, and it is very exciting, uh, especially since we are going to uh, the place that we are going to be is sort of like a central location, uh, you know, in Europe. So we'll be able to travel a lot. Um, uh, you know, when David has like maybe weekends off or, you know, time off, we'll be able to just relax, you know, take a, take a four hour drive to Paris, you know, how be cool great. would that be? Like, that would be so cool. You know, and not Paris, exciting. Kentucky, Paris, France. It's, it's very yeah. exciting. 
Now, I've already told David that I expect to have a, a room uh, set aside for myself whenever I come to uh, visit you guys in, in Germany. And I'm very excited also for the fact that even though at the moment I'm the least favorite uh, child because I live the farthest away from mom and dad, that that will not be the case while you guys are in Germany. And so I appreciate you <laughs> taking the burden off there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally getting back to the fact that we need to, to press on with the Hobbs family name. Uh, people do those baby moon things before they have kids, they go on some big trip. That's what Sarah and I will just do. We'll, we'll come out and visit you guys in, uh, in Germany and just do a European tour and then come back and, you know, try to make sure that the Hobbs name lives on. There you go. I think this is genius. Yes. All right. Well, Sarah, I don't have anything else. Anything else that you just really wanted to say about, California or this transition uh, as you, you'll be going to visit or going to be with David and then you guys go into to Germany after all that is done? Um, no, I don't think so. It's just, it's been a wild ride. So if you do ever think about joining Andrew, uh, anything close to the military, anything like that, just, just make sure you guys are prepared. It's been a That's crazy okay. ride. I, I will be teaching and I will continue teaching because uh, it's a great gig. <laughs> like, I get summers off. It's a fantastic thing. Um, well, Sarah, thank you very much for joining. I had a blast and I hope you did too. Yes, thank you. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Until next time, uh, or join us next time, rather, for another exciting episode. Until then, toodles.